Good morning, Sunday Society. I'm Hannah. And I'm Bianca. And today is a special episode of Taking Back Sunday that we will release once a month where we unpack, analyze, and maybe even pass a little judgment on the moral quandaries that people find themselves in by finding the best Am I the Bad Guy stories on Reddit. Whether it's a family feud, a workplace drama, or a relationship roller coaster, we're here to break it all down. And who doesn't love a good dose of internet drama? Each month, we'll scour the Am I the Bad Guy subreddit to bring you the juiciest, most head-scratching, and sometimes downright hilarious stories. Get ready to be in a glass case of emotions, folks. It's time to navigate the complex web of human relationships and ethical dilemmas. So, grab your coffee, hold on to your britches, and let's take back Sunday. Well, we're here in episode two, Am I the Bad Guy? We did not give you any warning as to what this kind of episode would be, but we are so excited because we love watching these TikToks um, and reading these stories about people who are like just looking for a little bit of objective, unbiased opinions on if they are the bad guy. And we each have some stories we're going to read to each other. We haven't read each other's stories. And I actually joined a Facebook group that is like the same thing. So I've been like screenshotting oh. some that I'm going to read also at the end if we have time. So let's jump right in. So the title of this one is Am I the Bad Guy for Refusing to Let My Stepdaughter Live With Us? Which, as both of us, we have experience as step parents. So that's drama already. I, 28 female, have been married to my husband, 42 male, for two years, together for four. He has three children from a previous marriage, 18 male, 16 female, and 13 female. While I do not dislike children, I don't want children of my own, and I made this very clear to him when we dated. This wasn't an issue because he only got his children for a weekend a month because they live far away from us. I made it very clear that I didn't want to take care of his children apart from the occasional weekend. I mean, I'm already I not already judge this. you, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm already, already judging this. you. When you date a man who has children, yep, you have to accept and love his children. Totally judging her right now. And it yeah, if you don't want children, don't date somebody with children because that's what a, a horrible position to put him in. Yeah. Because if it comes and down to And maybe not date somebody who's 42 when you're 28 if you don't yeah, want that's a that's a big a big difference it's just like he's in a different spot in his life I feel like she's still like could be just living her best life yeah his his oldest kid is just 10 years younger than her yeah. my brother is 10 years younger than me like they could yeah. be siblings but anyway so <laughs> moving on for the past four years I've tried my best to be a good stepmother okay <laughs> I called BS on that, and have built a good relationship with my stepson and stepdaughter, 13 female, but I'm unable to build a relationship with the 16-year-old. I've tried to take her out for girls' days, shopping sprees, and fun outings. She either refuses to go or complains the whole time. The last straw was when I got her something from her wish list last Christmas, a bracelet that she wanted, and she threw it away saying that I got her the wrong one and I was too poor to understand the difference. She then accused me of only marrying her father for his money. 
I usually don't let her comments get to me, but this was the last straw. After this, I stopped trying to interact with her and maintain my distance. The truth is, I didn't marry my husband for his money. We both work in high-paying tech jobs, but I inherited a lot from my parents. I even agreed to pay for part of my stepson's tuition. 13 female and 16 female went to move to a better school the next school year. The school is closer to our home than their mother's, so my husband said that they should live with us. I don't mind living with the 13-year-old, but I don't want to be around the 16-year-old. My husband goes to work four days a week while I work from home, so I'll constantly have to be around her, and I refuse to do that. I don't mind being around the 13-year-old, but not the 16-year-old. I told my husband all this, and he called me an asshole, and we've been fighting ever since. He says, I need to step up as a stepmother, and I can't let a teenager hurt me. 16 female has been in tears, saying it's not fair that I want the 13-year-old, but not her, and her mother is on her side. So, am I the bad guy? Yes. I think so. (laughs) I definitely think so. 130% you are. You are the jerk. Oh, there are two, three, four, five edits. She had to get back on and edit, add five different edits, because I'm sure people were just cruel to her. So, let's go into those. Edit. To all the people saying I signed up for this when I married a man with kids, my husband led me to believe that he never wanted full custody of them, and if anything were to happen to their mother, their aunt would get custody. He has never been close to his children and said he regrets having them. On the weekends they were with us, I spent more time with them. His reaction has me blindsided. I've suggested therapy and family therapy, but my husband is very against therapy, so that's not an option. I've asked my husband to talk to the 16-year-old, but he doesn't want to get involved. Doesn't want to get involved? I think they're both the problem. I was going to say, I'm seeing all kinds of red flags here. But I will say this. I don't believe for a second that the husband said, oh, if something happened to their mom, their aunt would go to their aunt. And obviously he wants to be a parent like he's trying to be like oh yeah. this makes sense they go to a better school they live with us i have i have an opinion <laughs> i have feelings if her okay so this is the rest of the edit if her behavior changes even a little i have no problem letting her live with us but the fact that my husband and his ex refuse to talk to her about her behavior and the fact that i need to be around her all day is terrifying to me that i need to be around her all day and terrifying Ter- what drama queen Mm -hmm. histrionic personality disorder. she probably (laughs) treats you that way because she knows you're not a good person i was gonna say i'm getting big meredith blake vibes from the parent trap yep (laughs) like ship them off to boarding school type vibes yep both of us come from a culture where it's normal to marry a man older and better settled so our age gap didn't come as a shock to anyone at the time of his first marriage he was 23 while his ex was 18 i think that says more about him Okay, edit number two. You could be 28 and be a settled down person and be happily happily married to a 48-year-old. The fact is you don't want to be a mom or have any responsibilities with kids. So you obviously shouldn't have married a 42-year-old who has three children. Three kids, yeah. Okay, edit number two. My husband leaves for work at 8 a.m. and comes home at 8 p.m. The kids are in school from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. So I have to parent them alone from three-ish to eight, and that is not something I want to do. When we got married, I said I wouldn't take on any parenting responsibilities, and I stand by it. He refuses to work from home like me or get home sooner. 
Okay. This is just, she just keeps digging herself deeper. Yeah. Edit number three. I didn't tell either of the girls this. I told my husband, who told his ex, who told the kids. This was meant to be an adult conversation because I know how this information could hurt the 16-year-old. Okay, well, whatever. I'm sure she talked about it in front of them. Edit number four. For people saying I shouldn't have married a man with kids. This is... Why is she reiterating this? This is the same edit. Because she knows she's the bad guy. Yeah. I was led to believe by my family that he was the best I would get due to my age. Most women in my community are married by 21. We got to know each other and I fell in love with him. And he assured me he would support my career and I wouldn't have to take the typical role of a mother. I knew that if I didn't get married soon, my family would isolate me. Homegirl, if you have enough money, like... I feel like they're portraying that they have money. Hire somebody to watch those kids until he gets home. Right. (laughs) That is a good point. I was coerced by my family and lied to by my husband. Then divorce him. Yeah. I don't understand. You are trying to play the victim. And you're definitely not. I'm over this. I don't like it. I think you're the bad guy, and you did. You asked, so you asked exactly. (laughs) If you didn't want anyone's opinion, you shouldn't have asked. Okay, so my first story is called, Am I the Bad Guy for Being Upset That My Family Didn't Get My Kids Christmas Presents? And I feel like that's just so bad. We're off to a great start. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I married into a wealthy family. My family is lower middle class, so it was quite a change. I have two kids, six female and four male, that get more or less anything they want. Which I think is really great that she, like, just put that out there. Yeah. But they aren't spoiled. Anyways, we decided to spend Christmas with my family. And the day before Christmas Day, since my dad worked that actual day, my mom calls all the kids to the tree for presents and did her usual, you guys were so good and that's why Santa gave you all these things speech. After that... All of them quickly found theirs, but my two kids kept searching and couldn't find anything. My son was on the verge of tears, and my daughter was quiet after the tree was cleared, and they were left with nothing. I asked my mom what was going on, and my mom looked at me, then at my kids and went, Oops, I thought you knew. We all decided that we weren't buying them Christmas gifts. I asked her why, and she said that they get more than they need from me and my in-laws, and that they all collectively decided to spend more on those that need it. Oh, my God. (sighs) I'm, like, seething. I am, yeah. The rage. She looked at my son, who had tears running down his face, and said, See, look how spoiled he is. This is good for them. What? I'm telling you, that's where Hannah would have, somebody would have caught Hannah's hands. Somebody would have. (laughs) Right there. Mom, no mom, don't care. You say that while my kid is crying after you just did something hurtful, I'd have punched you in the face. My God. Her own mother was treating her kids like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. She then walked away. I quietly went back to the guest room and packed our things. I then called my husband, who had offered to go grab my mom something from Walmart, and told him to leave the stuff and come pick us up. We then left quietly after I let my dad know. He was disappointed, but he said he understood. We managed to cheer the kids up and visited my in-laws instead. A while later... I got a call from my mother. Of course she did. She kept asking me why I disappeared like that. 
and said that she was waiting for the stuff my husband was bringing from Walmart. Was Audacity on sale that year because she had a lot of it? Right? I told her very politely that I didn't like what she did to my children and that she or literally anyone else could have at least told me. My mom said I was acting very entitled for someone who goes on multiple vacations a year. She then brought up my son crying again. I got mad and told her that the reason he cried is because of her stupid speech about only good kids getting presents. My mom then randomly said that maybe he isn't a good kid if he <gasps> cried like that over not getting toys. No. We argued back and forth over this, but then I ended up saying that she's very lucky I didn't snatch back the gifts I bought for my nieces and nephew. My mom just said, the entitlement, before hanging up. <sighs> my sister texted me the same thing my other sister said, that I'm playing the victim, when the real victims are them and their kids. What? My mom sent a similar text as well. Am I the bad guy? So she did say there was an edit. She got the day wrong. It was the day before, not actual Christmas Day. That's not a. That's not important. So just to clarify, the presents my husband and I got our kids were at our in-laws since we were going there after a while. Anyways, we told my in-laws what happened, and they got some extra gifts to cheer them up. Getting the presents cheered my daughter up. It cheered my son up as well, but the speech my mom gave seems to bother him still. How old? Remind me. How old are the They're kids? They're six and four. What? Yeah. How old is the boy? Is he the four-year-old? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, four years. How dare you? How dare you say that to my four-year-old son that he's entitled and spoiled and wasn't good? It, you know what it sounds like? It's giving big jealousy vibes. Oh, 100%. That entire family is Mm -hmm. jealous that this woman found a family that is better off and can, they can now afford, you know, better gifts, vacation. That was the, that was the, the trigger for me was when she said, that's rich coming from someone who goes on multiple vacations a year. Okay, jealous, jealous, Jenny. Yes. Oh, well, sorry, mom. So the last edit says, I've been using Santa wasn't done delivering presents, which again seems to have Mm -hmm. mostly worked since they did eventually get things. Sweet babies. But I will be doing what a few people suggested about Santa apologizing and reassuring my kids that they were never on the naughty list. Thanks. How sad. You are not the bad guy. Your family is super dysfunctional and toxic. And you're a good person for not punching your mom in the face because I I love my mother and she would never do this. But if my mother did do this. I would have hit her and she'd have caught hands right then and there. We have her evaluated because something would be wrong with her brain. <laughs> yeah. So I think the, the hardest part about that is that it's not that they didn't communicate it. It's not the Santa speech. It's the actual thought that they shouldn't get anything yeah. for these two kids. We have in our family a very blended family. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, I have Adeline, who's my bonus child. Um, I have a niece that was adopted. I have a niece that, you know, was out of our lives for a long time and is now, you know, back into our lives by her choice as now that she's an adult. Um, my, my brother at one point was married and that woman had three children. Um, we've never left anybody out and everybody makes different amounts of money and different things. Yeah. We've never left anybody out. Um, we Everybody gets, you know, a gift 
if you're little. Um, we do a white elephant though. So like everybody well, that's buys one. There's gift. a lot of you. So like the <laughs> little ones that don't do white elephant will get their everybody yeah. gets them gifts. Yeah. And then the older people do the white elephant. But like nobody has ever been left Excluded. out. That Intent- is horrible. Yeah. Intentionally. And then you're gonna put on this huge speech about Santa, you were so good. Santa brought you these presents. And then those kids are left with nothing. And here's my thing too. It's the parents. You know, if you don't want to get your your child something, like the mom, if she didn't want to get her grown daughter something because she's well off, yeah, that's one thing. Those children don't have money. Yeah. Like, those children are, are not... It's kind of like when lunch ladies shame kids for not having money in their accounts. They yeah. don't control their money situation. How And it's just... It feels like you're punishing those poor kids for something that has nothing to do with them. It just... sounds like everyone in that family needs therapy. Yeah, um, you're not the bad guy, and nope. you're actually a saint because you handled mm-hmm. that way better than I would have. And I think it's funny that the husband did not get what the mom needed. Yes, I love that. <laughs> he was like, say less. <laughs> say less? Here. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my second story. I'm excited. (laughs) My girlfriend, 29 female, and I, 29 male, have been together for a few months now. Everything has gone smoothly until yesterday when she pulled off a ridiculous stunt. (laughs) The drama. She called me late at night to say that she's seriously injured slash having panic attacks and that no one else is with her as her parents were out of town, which was true. They were out of town. She said she's also got some chest pain and she thinks that she's dying. And that she's in a really bad state and can hardly breathe. She was heaving when we spoke. She begged me to help her, said that she's already called 911, but that she also wanted to let me know, and I was shocked. I took my car to rush towards her house, and it was only after reaching that I found out that she was joking about it. She met me joyfully. (laughs) What? (laughs) She met me joyfully and said that she only wanted to see how, quote, committed I am. During an emergency, as that's an essential part of a relationship or something. She's a psychopath. Psychopath. (laughs) Run. (laughs) Run. She's a narcissistic psychopath. Oh, my gosh. I lost my temper and asked her what the F her problem was. She said that she was just, quote, testing me, and I got pissed off. Narcissistic right there. I called her an effing B and told her I did not deserve to be treated like trash and made use of like that. She was crying by saying that she only wanted to check whether I'm a good fit and that I overreacted. I left the house immediately and haven't talked to her since. She's been texting me, but I just ignored her. Bro, (laughs) she needs she needs help. Like something is wrong with her. That actually sounds I know I joked about this in the first one. This sounds like histrionic personality disorder. Look it up, people. It's a real thing. And I guarantee that, you know, at least five people with it. Are you ready for this update? Yes. After talking to her about it, I have decided to give her a second chance. Oh, dude, <laughs> no, no, no. It was a test to see what she could get away with. That's with exactly you. right. She's apologized a lot and promised to never do that again. I'd be more careful, of course, and I won't be trusting her blindly. But I thought that I'd give her one chance, especially since she's shown herself to be regretful. Bro, you were almost 
30 years old. I was going to say, it would be one thing if you guys were like 15 and 16 years old and she yeah. was like, I just want to see what he does. I'm bored at home. Yeah. And that would be, I would still be like, there's some red flags, but you're almost 30 years old. Girl, this is like the red flag of all red flags. What is, there's a TikTok of a guy that like runs around with a big red flag. <laughs> uh, this is that. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this guy. Well, I'm going to pray that you figure out <laughs> really quickly. I hope there's another edit at some point that he's like. I was going to say, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. She did it again. <laughs> that is crazy. Could you imagine being like thinking that somebody that you were in love with? Because what did it say? They were just, it was a couple months, a few months now. So like, let's, let's give them the benefit of three months they've been dating. And they think that the person that they're dating, you're usually still pretty in like infatuation mode. Yeah. You're like in love with this person. They're, you think they're dying. And then you get there and they're like, psych, I just wanted to see if you really liked me. Again. Like, what the? Somebody would have caught hands. Come out <laughs> swinging. <laughs> oh my gosh. That poor guy. I... You know what? I thought so. But then after that edit, I'm like, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame shame on on me. me. True story. Story number two. Am I the bad guy for cutting off all contact with my mother-in-law for trying to change my daughter's middle name? What? (laughs) What? Like, yes. no. Immediate. Can we You're just, not a bad guy. Can we just throw, like, all the red flags? Like, no, queen. You're probably just fine. I don't even know I can't to wait to hear this story. Okay. Hey, I'm 26 female, and I just gave birth to my first child. I had a daughter whose name is Story in October of 2022. I fell in love with my college sweetheart, 27 male, and we married over two years ago. We started trying for a baby in January of 2022 and quickly got pregnant. I've always had a great relationship with my husband's side of the family. My parents died when I was 15 from a car wreck, so my grandparents raised me. My mother-in-law and I have always had the best relationship. She was there for me through my entire pregnancy. It was going to be her first and only grandchild because my brother-in-law and sister-in-law don't want children. And me and my husband only want one kid. Ever since I was little, I've said if I had a daughter, she would have my mom's middle name. And if I had a son, he would have my dad's middle name. Mm -hmm. I completely get that. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Surprisingly, we were having a daughter. My mother-in-law was so excited, she even helped me pick out my daughter's name. Story Noelle James. I actually think that's That's really cute. cute. (laughs) It is cute. Noelle is my mom's name. She was so happy and excited about her name, or I thought so. Oh, my gosh. Fast forward two months later, I go into labor at work. My coworker drove me to the hospital, and my husband and mother-in-law met me there. I wanted her to be in the room because she was my second support person. Mm -hmm. Everything was going well until it didn't. Unfortunately, I wasn't dilating at all, so I had to have an emergency C-section. It went great 20 minutes later, and we had a beautiful and healthy daughter. I was really drained and not feeling well afterwards, so I decided to rest while my husband went home to grab some things because I went into labor at work. Yeah. My mother-in-law agreed to stay with me and look after the baby while I took a nap. And just for somebody who has had a C-section, you are tired and you have, like, your body's in shock, so you get shaky. Mm -hmm. Your body just feels all out of whack. So I could totally get, like, taking a nap. Well, and it sounds like up until this point, she would have no reason not to trust the mother-in-law. 
Shortly afterward, I was awoken by one of the nurses on my team, and she said, sorry to wake you, but I heard you express concerns about changing your daughter's middle name. Oh, my gosh. I was completely shocked and dumbfounded and said, ma'am, what are you talking about? Before she could say anything, my mother-in-law jumped in quickly and said, well, I just thought since I've been the one that's been here and supporting you that she should have my middle name, which is Marie. No. I was confused and so shocked and literally couldn't get any words out that I simply said, what? This lady looked me directly in my eyes and said, well, she's not even here to support you. So what sense does that make? I'm sorry. What did she say? Somebody would have been catching these hands. Oh, my gosh. I chose violence today, apparently. Apparently, Hannah wants to punch everybody (laughs) in the face, which is fine. I would want to punch this woman in the face, too. I immediately started to shed tears because that really hurt me to my my core to hear this. My mom was the best mom anybody could ever ask for. I miss her dearly every single day. She would have been the best grandmother to my daughter. I dried my tears and looked up at her and told her to get out and don't come back. I can't believe that you would say that knowing my mother is dead. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Even if her mother was alive, the audacity. Mm Mm-hmm. She eventually left, and I immediately called my husband crying and telling him what she did. He was so shocked and didn't believe me at first because his mother is not that type of person. I thought so, too. I was going to say, it It sounds like she wasn't? Yeah. I don't know, man. He came back to the hospital where the nurses confirmed my story. He apologized to me and gave me a hug and stated, that must have been so hard to hear. And it was. We were discharged two days later, and that's when I started receiving texts from my brother-in-law and sister-in-law stating how I'm wrong for kicking her out of the hospital room when all she was trying to do was make me more comfortable. My sister-in-law even went as far to tell me, if you ever call my mother a B again, you won't be alive to raise your daughter. (gasps) It was clear that my mother-in-law fabricated the story. I was shocked. That's when my husband grabbed the phone and cursed his brother and sister out really bad, especially his sister, and he told them what really happened. They immediately apologized to me. I can't. My sister-in-law even started crying for what she said one minute before. I was really mad, but I forgave her because I would be the same way about my mom and grandmother. Three days later, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law came to meet their niece. It was lovely and a a beautiful sight to see. 30 minutes later, my mother-in-law pulls up unannounced, and I quickly grabbed my baby and went upstairs. Mm -hmm. My husband opened the door and told her that she is not allowed here or around our baby until my wife is comfortable. Go him. Right? Go husband okay she quickly caused a scene at our front door eventually my brother-in-law and sister-in-law got her to calm down and she left my brother-in-law and sister-in-law came back to apologize to us and left ever since then the rude text messages and phone calls didn't stop even text about my mom oh my god Mm. so that's when i cut off all contact with her i told my husband that is his mom i would never tell him not to talk to her but i'm done He said, I love you, I love our daughter, and this is his family now, and we will do whatever it takes to protect it. My grandmother and friends told me that I wasn't wrong, and they are proud of me for standing my ground. Surprisingly, my best friend told me that I'm wrong about how I'm going about it, especially since this will be her only grandchild, Uh, which I cannot stop thinking about that. mm -mm. So am I the bad guy? No. No. Absolutely my not. You need a different so friend. Yeah, you need a new best friend. Uh, my head turned so quick when you said the best friend was not on board. No, and honestly, I think people are really good at pretending to be good people. Yeah, to get what they want. That's called narcissism. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, literal. Yeah, mother-in-law's a narcissist, and literally she's not wanted, a good person. Yeah, literally wanted a child named after her. Yeah, like, and that's how honestly, important she thinks she is. It would have come out in some other way down yeah. the line if yeah. it hadn't come out with the name. Yep, if it wasn't this, it, she was going to find something else. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that though. Good for her for setting up that boundary. Good for that husband for supporting and respecting her boundary. Yes, one hundred percent. As my beautiful therapist Tracy would say how people respond to your boundaries is their pain to work through that is their problem not yours all right my third story am I the bad guy for calling my wife a selfish brat I love how this is I already love it okay so me 34 male and my wife 28 female are having a huge disagreement. My wife loves short clothes, and I love anything she wears. But honestly, for the four years we've been together, we always have had the issue of coats. We live in a very cold country, and I don't understand why my wife needs to take my coat when she is cold. She refuses to bring her coat and gets mad when I bring her a coat, saying that it ruins her outfit. This is giving... Did you ever watch that 70s show? There's a scene where, like, Topher Grace's character gives Donna, I think that's her name, his coat. Because she's like, oh, I'm cold. And then Mila Kunis's character is like, oh, I'm cold. And Ashton Kutcher's character says, well, damn, Jackie, I can't control the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I this love is giving it. big, I can't control the weather vibes. But it sounds like he's trying to be prepared. So, anyway, coats are going to ruin her outfit. But she will steal my coat when she gets cold. I feel the cold really badly, and I don't like not going without it. And if it happens once or twice, it's fine, but all the time. And she won't let me bring a coat because, quote, it's silly to walk around with a woman's coat. This woman sounds crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yesterday, I was invited to go stargazing for my wife's niece's birthday. I told her, and I can't stress this enough in all caps, that it will be cold. She still wore a cute, sexy, but small outfit. And I got snapped at for trying to bring her a coat. Halfway into the trip, she started tugging on my coat, asking for me to give it to her. I told her no, that I warned her this would happen, but she wanted to go home. I was having fun, and honestly, I didn't want to go. So I gave her the keys and told her to go herself. (laughs) (laughs) She got upset and called me a fat ass who could not do anything for his wife, and I honestly was so shocked. I grabbed the keys from her and told her not to be such a selfish brat and to get a ride from someone else, and I went home. She hurt me in front of her family, and now we are not speaking to each other. My friends say I was mean, and a man should always protect his wife. Boo. Boo to that. Your friends aren't good friends. Listen, you told her to bring a coat. It sounds like you You always tell her Yeah. I don't think... It's a boundary that you have, and... Why should you be cold? Right. I don't think, I mean, this is, in my world, that's called a natural consequence, mama. Right? You knew it was going to be cold because you were made aware. You made the choice not to bring a coat, and now you're cold. You are not that's the a bad bummer. guy. No. You are not the bad guy, but she is a selfish brat. <laughs> she, yeah, I agree. I think that she, that was a little bit of a brat move, that yeah. she was like, I want to go home. Okay, baby. Bring a coat next time. All right. This next story is one that Hannah and I both found, and we would like to know your opinions. Do you think that the OP 
is the bad guy. So this story is called, Am I the Bad Guy for Setting Down Extreme Boundaries with My In-Laws? To start, I was a single mom, and my now husband and I met, and he was a single dad. Our children were pretty close in age. At the time we met, my son was two and a half, and his daughter was one. My family was super open to my now husband and his daughter and definitely just treated them like they were their own from day one. So did my now husband's father and stepmom, but my now husband's mother and brother did not. At first, everything seemed fine and they seemed very kind, but then little subtle things started to arise. For example, my husband's brother would call my son three-peat, meaning that it would take three times to tell my son something before he listened or heard you. My son was around five and was diagnosed with ADHD and dyslexia, and he struggles a lot with the attention aspect of ADHD. Another example of some of the behavior towards my son was the day my husband and I got married. My husband told my son, at the time he was four, to tell Grammy hi, and she lightly slapped my now husband, and he felt that it was because he told my son to call her Grammy, and she didn't like that. Just a side note, to get a little bit more info, on our wedding day, I took a cupcake and smashed it in my husband's face. You know, the traditional shove cake in your face on the wedding day. His mother came up to me and told me I was disrespectful, that I ruined his day. I was, of course, thrown off, was very upset, and went upstairs away from everyone and cried for a very long time. Another little issue that I noticed is the difference in which my son and my husband's daughter were treated. For example, my brother-in-law would call my stepdaughter his best friend, and turn around in the same breath and call my son three-peat or something derogatory towards him. One time we were at my mother-in-law's and she was playing a card game with my son and stepdaughter who were about five and three. My mother-in-law had my stepdaughter deal the cards the first time and when she shuffled them for the second game, my son asked if he could deal the cards. She told him no and when he said that wasn't fair, her reply was, life isn't fair. Okay. Yes, Karen, we know life isn't fair, <laughs> but this situation could have been. Yeah, he's five. It's a card game. <laughs> you, right? you actually hold cards in that situation. <laughs> like, you could have made it fair. Crazy. I like that you actually hold the cards. <laughs> I continued to just vent to my husband and not say anything to his family because I thought maybe he would handle the situation. He avoids confrontation <laughs> like he would avoid a plague. Fast forward just a little bit to the summer of 2016. My husband and I in 2015 had a little baby girl. So now we have a his, hers, and our situation. The summer of 2016, we are at my husband's father's house for my daughter's birthday with his dad, stepmom, his brother, my older brother, my friends, and some other people. My son is swimming in the pool, and I take our one-year-old daughter in to change her. While I am inside, my husband's brother starts dunking my son under the water and just letting him up a little bit to get a little air and then repeats dunking him under the water over and over again. My friend is furious but is timid and not sure what to do. My older brother is watching and trying to be respectful as we were at my husband's dad's house and didn't want to cause a scene but later stated if it had continued, he would have beat the brakes off of my brother-in-law. Rightfully so. Yeah. After this happened, I told my husband that something needed to change because his behavior was not okay. Fast forward to Thanksgiving, and we are having Thanksgiving at my brother-in-law's home. I was already not super excited to be spending time with my brother-in-law and mother-in-law because of their bad behavior towards my child. My brother-in-law goes to take the dog for a walk, and my son and stepdaughter asked to go too. I immediately got a stomachache because I didn't trust my brother-in-law around my son without supervision but I didn't want to seem ridiculous, so I let him go. 
When they arrived back to the house, my son was crying and upset. I asked him what happened, and he said he was trying to help walk the dog, and my stepdaughter kicked him in the shin with her boots, and so he pushed her. At some point, my son is on the ground, and my brother-in-law picks him up by his coat, and the coat is choking my son. He tells me all of this right in front of everyone. My mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law's fiancé, and my husband. My brother-in-law states he didn't choke my son and that he was throwing a fit and pushed my stepdaughter. I took a look at my son's leg and there is a big red spot where my stepdaughter had kicked him with her cowboy boot. At this point, I am livid. Not at my stepdaughter because kids make bad decisions and they are learning, but at the adults involved for not seeing how this is not okay. As my brother-in-law is talking down about my son and my mother-in-law is looking at my son like he is the problem, I loudly state I would have pushed her too if she would have kicked me in the shin with a cowgirl boot, at which everyone shut up real quick. (laughs) I took my kids downstairs and let them play and completely avoided everyone the rest of the night, including my husband who didn't say anything to his ridiculous brother about my son stating he was choked. When we got home, I asked my stepdaughter what happened during the walk and explained that it was not okay for her to kick her brother, but that I wanted to know what happened after that with her uncle. She stated that the brother-in-law grabbed my son by the hood of his coat and dragged him, and it looked like he was choking my son. I was beyond livid, and at this point, I told my husband I was done. I was done with the behavior, and I was done with him not saying anything. Fast forward some time, and we are at my husband's dad's house, and his brother and fiancé show up. At this point, I didn't interact with him and would watch my son like a hawk so that my brother-in-law couldn't be abusive towards him. My brother-in-law and his fiancé bring in gift bags and ask my husband to be a groomsman, my stepdaughter to be a junior bridesmaid, my daughter to be a flower girl, and my son to be an usher. My son asked why he couldn't be a junior groomsman, and my brother-in-law's response was he didn't want my son disturbing his day. Oh my god. At this point, it is Again so... with the men in this family, and it's, it's their day. <laughs> yes. What in the world? At this point, it is so obvious that my son will never be treated the same, and I already didn't want to be involved with the family dynamics after all the toxic flags I had already seen. I told him that he needed to have a conversation with his brother about he, how he treats our son. That conversation didn't go well at all. and I he just not. <laughs> and, and he just told my husband he didn't have to be in the wedding. Okay, better that way, honestly. We went to visit his mom, and my son stated at some point that my brother-in-law wasn't very nice to him. My mother-in-law got down in his face and said, we don't say things like that, and he is not mean to you. What? A little backstory on my mother-in-law at this time. She had been complaining about her sister, and in a jokingly way, said multiple times in front of our kids, she wanted to kill her. (laughs) So it was okay for her to complain about her sister, but definitely not okay for my son to say how he feels about his uncle. Okay, Karen. Who's actually hurting him. Anyway, again, moving forward, just a little bit of time, my mother-in-law's mother passed away. And we hadn't been around my husband's family much due to the the issues and their behavior, but of course we got to the funeral, you know, to pay our respects. At some point... I was short with my brother-in-law's fiance when she was around my stepdaughter, mostly because of all of these adults around me had heard my son say he was choked by his uncle and no one seemed to care, and I didn't trust her like any of them. Well, after being short and trying to avoid my brother-in-law and his fiance, my brother-in-law uninvited me from attending the wedding. 
Ooh. My husband. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My husband then said that none of us would be at the wedding, and my brother-in-law was furious. He stated that he would just get my stepdaughter from her mom, and my husband quickly let him know that we would be we would have her at the time of the wedding, and that she would not be attending. The audacity. Mm-hmm. He threatened to take my stepdaughter from my husband and called. Oh my gosh. Me a see you next t- Tuesday. Oh. Among other things. Yikes. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. My husband was devastated, but he was also at the end of his rope. So I just suggested he reach out to his mom. I guess I was hoping that she would be a good person because, well, that's his mom and that he could explain everything to his mom and maybe she would help with the situation. Mm. How did that go? (laughs) (laughs) My mother-in-law did not help with the situation. She actually just told my husband that his brother did nothing wrong and Hmm. that it was my son's issue. So my husband gets very angry at his mom. They have words. He calls me crying. I immediately call her, and she doesn't answer. I leave a voicemail explaining that my brother-in-law is the issue and that she created a narcissist by allowing his behavior and that the only reason she had the relationship she did with my husband was because I would push for us to visit her and whatnot. And that, from that day on, I would never push him to have a relationship with her again. Dang it. It has now been five years, and we don't have a relationship with my husband's mother or brother. She reaches out to him from time to time and sends birthday cards to my husband and our kids, but other than that, we have no contact. I have talked to my husband about making amends with at least his mom, because I honestly think his brother is a sociopath, (laughs) and there is no hope there, and my husband has no desire. Am I the bad guy for pushing so hard to not allow his mother and brother to be involved in our kids' lives? I feel bad that due to all of this, my husband chose to disconnect from his family. Edit. My stepdaughter still sees my mother-in-law and brother-in-law because of her mother allows her to. There isn't anything that we can do to control that, but we aren't concerned with her well-being because they've never seemed abusive towards her, only to our son. All right, guys. (laughs) What do you think about that? Personally, I don't think that this mom is the bad guy. Just my personal opinion. It sounds like um this child was being abused it sounds like the mom probably should have had a little bit more firm boundaries in the beginning yeah i mean new moms though when you're when you're marrying into a family you want to make that family like you you don't want to rock the boat you don't want to make waves and maybe the mom was thinking this is just a random thing and it's not going to happen but then as it got more consistent i think that the right choices were made I think the the mom is not a bad guy. The dad is not a bad guy. The the mother is definitely partially the problem. The brother is definitely, I feel like, the abusive one. Yeah. But like, I like, I guess if I could ask that brother anything, like, what do you get from like making right a bullying a child three, four, five? I mean, it went on for years. So like yeah. a three to seven year old, like, what do you get for bullying? Like the whole You're a three, grown man, right? The whole three peat thing, like that's just so rude. <laughs> yeah. Like, how would he feel if somebody treated his kids like that? Exactly. And hopefully, he never spawns. That's just, that That gives me the ick. Yeah, ugh, big ick. Good luck to that woman who married him. Jeez, Louise. We have enjoyed this, and 
I really liked researching this so much that I joined, like I said, a couple Facebook groups of the Am I the A-Hole Facebook groups. We call it Am I the Bad Guy because we want a lot of people to listen to this and feel comfortable listening to our podcast. So this is one that it was posted anonymously, not very long, that I am very interested to know what you think. Let's hear it. My mom is thinking of moving across the country to where I live in anticipation of my first child being born to support us with childcare. She has five cats, and after they vomited, peed, and scratched my furniture in my last house, I am setting a hard line that they cannot live in my new house. My mother could stay in a room in the house, but the cats cannot. I have suggested building something for them outside to house them, but she insists on cohabitation with them. I've been looking for tiny house options that we could put on our property here to accommodate her and her cats. I sent her one tonight and she called right after. An argument followed. She was irritated the things I sent her didn't meet her needs. Quote, or in parentheses, she hadn't told me what those needs are. (laughs) I said, you are welcome to look too. She said she isn't good at looking, but it's pretty easy to do on a smartphone like the one she scrolls on daily. I told her it's not difficult to search. Then she whipped out, quote, I'm moving across the country and leaving my career for you. It's the least you could do. I replied that I am grateful that she is considering providing childcare and and moving, but it isn't my responsibility to find her housing. Am I the bad guy for saying this? No, ma'am. I don't think so either. And I thought this was interesting because we both have pets. We're both pet people. We love our pets. And let's say, like, Brinley lives in Massachusetts one day and is about to have a baby and you're like, you know what? I'm going to retire and I'm going to move to Massachusetts and take care of my baby's baby. And Brinley's like, great. You can't bring your cats. And if you want to bring your cats, you're going to have to find different housing. I feel like that's a reasonable request. I 100% agree. And honestly, I would probably just find somebody who loved cats and I knew would take care of them to take care of my cats. Or the outside option. I mean, that... It, I love that this person's not she's, saying... She's like, like, like you got to get rid of the cats. She's yeah. like trying to come up with alternatives. Yeah. She's not the bad guy. I don't think she's the bad guy either. And it's like, I love my pets too. But I feel, and I watched a comedian <laughs> this morning actually talk about how pet parents don't know the same love as like, you, like when you have your own child. They really do He's like, you think you do. But if a dog, like if the dog you've had for years were to hurt your child, that dog would no longer exist. Yep. And 100%. And it's like, I don't know that love yet. So it's hard for me to like, that concept is weird because it's like, I love my pets and I can't imagine a world without them. But when you have your own child, I feel like those priorities change. So moving across the country to live with your child and your grandchild. I feel like it is warranted to maybe reevaluate your pet situation. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think, honestly, being a cat person myself, I could see how a lot of people aren't cat people and mm-hmm. would not be okay with that. And if I was going to live in a home, someone else's home, what, no matter why I was living there, yeah, whether it was to help them or because I needed help, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It is their right to not want those animals in the house. That is true. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I liked the research part of it because I got to read a lot of fun stories and like to figure out, okay, which ones 
do I want to talk about? Which ones do I think Hannah would like? Um, I'm interested to know what you guys think about these types of episodes. Do you want to have more? Do you think once a month is okay? I really like the podcast episodes where we can just kind of sit and talk. Yeah, me too. It feels very natural, very fun, very um, authentic. I agree. And I like just being able to, you know, because it's not okay to be opinionated all the time and judgy. But yeah. this is a, in a time when it is like you are allowed <laughs> They're to judge. You. You, they are asking you Literally to judge. asking for your opinion. And I'm like, when does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because I'm full of opinions. So that wraps up our monthly Am I the Bad Guy episode. We hope you enjoyed the twists and turns of emotions as much as we did. And remember, if you heard a story today that had you on the edge of your seat or shaking your head, let us know. Reach out to us on social media at Taking Back Sunday Podcast. We love hearing your opinions and, of course, your own Am I the Bad Guy experiences. If you liked this episode, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Pod, wherever you get your podcast. And a big shout out to all the Redditors who shared their stories. You're the real MVPs, navigating the twists and turns of life and giving us plenty to talk about. And before we go, a quick reminder to subscribe and leave a review if you enjoyed the show. It helps us out a lot and we appreciate the love. Whether you're facing a moral dilemma or just need a good laugh, remember that you're not alone. We're all on this crazy journey together. Until next time, I'm Bianca. And I'm Hannah. And we are Taking Taking Back Back Sunday. I continue to, my son asked why he couldn't be a junior bridesmaid, and my brother-in-law's response was he didn't want my son disturbing his day. Junior bridesmaid? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I was like, no, <laughs> And before we go, <laughs> I already included that. I didn't read that part. <laughs>